0: Hey what's up family it's Coach Josh and I'm here again with another daily play and today's daily play is for the fellas and today fellas are going to be talking about how to think generationally and long term. Before we get into all these notes make sure you go ahead and pause this video and go to my website right now imunplugged.com forward slash worksheets and there you'll be able to download today's worksheets fellas that will help you really process how far you think in the future. But as everyone is coming in make sure you do me a big favor man and, and subscribe and hit that bell for those who are new for those who's been with me for a mighty long time whether it's been 12 years or two days go ahead and like comment and share i would love to hear and see what you're gathering from these daily play videos but let's get right into my first main thought uh, for today which is this men must always think generationally men must always think generationally a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children in today's verse Fellas, I'm pretty sure most of y'all are familiar with this. It's coming from Proverbs 13, which says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. But let's get right into my question. I have a question that I want each of your fellas um, to think about and really think through that I have myself, and I constantly am fully aware of this question. This question is this, how valuable is your last name? How valuable is your last name? Every day, fellas, I endeavor to make sure that my last name is always at a, at a valuable place. You see, in order before you even give a woman your last name, fellas, you got to make sure that you take care of your whole name. But let's get into some more of my points, and we're going to get to our first point, which is what does it mean to think generationally? Thinking generationally means to think with your grandkids in mind. To think generationally as a man, it means to think right now with your grandkids and in mind. It means to consider your habits today to see if they will be helpful or hurtful to your children and grandchildren down the road. In order for us men to really be the man that God wants us to be in Proverbs that leaves an inheritance for his children's children, we must right now in every decision think about our grandkids. We also got to make sure that we consider whether or not our habits are hurtful or helpful to our children and our children's children. A wise man always thinks about his legacy. A wise man always thinks about the value of his last name. Let's go to our next point. What hinders men from thinking generationally or long-term? Here's the problem. Many men are thinking short-term and not long-term. They are living full, but their children will live empty-handed. A problem is that many men are thinking short-term instead of long-term. They are living full, but their children will end up living empty-handed. Now, what does that mean? A lot of men unfortunately are living for the now. They're making uh, drastic decisions without considering the future. Um, it's unfortunate how many homes right now have been established with but with well, have been established with seed, but with not sustainability. Has been established by a man's pursuit, but it has not been protected by a man's desire and, and, and willingness to believe a legacy. But you as a man, And me as a man have to always think about the long term and to make sure that when we leave an inheritance, that we're leaving our children with something to do with something. I don't want my children to just have my last name, that all I left them was a last name, but I didn't leave them anything that ensures um, that the legacy continues. Let's keep going. Many men are thinking short term and not long term. They are living full, full of experiences, full of fun, full, 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 but their children will live empty handed. Let's get some more of my points. It is the responsibility of the man to ensure his children are prepared to live life fellas you have to understand your responsibility it is the responsibility of the man to ensure his children are prepared to live life right now you got to live with that in your mind living with the with the with the desire to ensure that you will be a position as a man that's able to teach children and their children's children how to live life next point uh, the one who holds the seed has the greater responsibility. It is not the woman, fellas, who holds the greater responsibility. It's the one who holds the seed. Every man holds seed, and it's your responsibility to make sure that you don't spread your seed into every garden. The one who holds the seed holds the greater responsibility. See, that's why men have to have self-control. They gotta make sure that they keep their self-sexually pure, to make sure they keep their loins in their pants, keep their loins in their Levi's, or whatever you wear these days. But you gotta to make sure that you understand the value of your seed because your seed is what brings forth life. Your seed is what initiates life and a man who, who who is able to hold himself back will be able to hold up a family. The one who holds the seed holds a greater responsibility and it's unfortunately how many people devalue, how many men devalue their seed and they sow it any and every place not knowing their seed has power to produce or initiate the process of a child. The one who holds the seed has the greater responsibility. Next point. A good man is the result of the awareness and the acceptance of God's goodness. A good man is the result of the awareness and the acceptance of God's goodness. A man who knows God is good. A man who knows God is good will do good. A man who knows God is good will do good. What I mean by that is no man is good outside of the good one. It is the goodness of God that draws men to repentance. Repentance means that I'm aware of my sin and how it's separating me from a holy God. So I repent, letting God know that I no longer want to live this way. And I accept the saving work of his precious spirit, the spirit of Christ, to renew me and to change my mind so I can change my life. A good man knows that he is right in right standing with God because of Christ, but he also endeavors to have a righteous life that matches his righteous stance. So a good man is a man who is aware and is accepting the goodness of God that's constantly drawing him to a place of repentance and the renewing of his mind so that he can live a righteous life that is willing to leave a legacy and an inheritance for his children. If you are not aware and accepting of God's goodness or aware of just how God, just how good God is to you, then you're not going to be this good man that leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Let's keep going. A good man is always thinking two generations down the road. A good man, a man who honors God, is always thinking two generations down the road. Fellas, that's what I'm thinking now. I'm already thinking about what am I doing right now that's going to ensure that my grandkids will be able to uh, uh, fulfill what God has called them to be. A good man is always thinking two generations down the road. Let's keep going for time's sake. A good man is not a selfish man. Please understand that. A selfless man is a man that thinks about his children's children. A selfish man is a man who only fishes for himself. A selfless man is a man who thinks less of himself. That doesn't mean he thinks of himself poorly. He just thinks less of himself in regards to how the world wants that man to think of himself right? So a man, a good man says, you know what? Right now as a single man, if you are a single man, you're saying right now I'm living selfless because when you get married, the selflessness increases. When you have children, the selflessness increases. So why not go ahead and start practicing selflessness now so that you will be able to, um, through understanding and learning how to sacrifice for Christ, you will be able to have a sacrifice for a wife and to sacrifice for all offspring, And then you will begin to see the joys that you will receive in the latter years. I already know that the bulk of my life is going to be very sacrificial. But if I sacrifice now and do the hard work now, then in the future, I will reap from what I've sown. A good man is not a selfish man. Next point. A good man leaves, but not leaves. Hear me closely. A good man leaves, not leaves. A good man says, I am going to leave an inheritance for my children's children, but I will not leave my children. A good man is not going to be a man that just says, I'm just going to sow my seed and then leave my responsibility. No, a good man says, I don't even intend to leave because I pre-thought, I thought long term, I made the right decisions before I uh, put calls an incision in this woman and caused a child. You see what I'm saying? And so a man says, I'm not going to do anything that's going to make me too fearful or make me too anxious and make me want to leave my responsibilities. No, a man says, you know what? I'm going to think long-term. I'm going to be wise with my decision. I'm going to live unto the Lord. I'm not going to make sure that when it's time to start a family, I will, and that I will already be in the frame of mind that desires to leave an inheritance for my children's children. Next point. A good man leaves, but not leaves. They leave generational health and they leave generational wealth. See, leaving an inheritance for your children's children is not just about money. It's about health. See, see, most men think that generational wealth is the main goal. No, we got to make sure that we uh, pass down or leave our children's children with generational health, health of mind, wellness of spirit, wellness of soul, wellness of mind, wellness of body. And that boils down to your patterns. Let's keep going. A good man does these following things. I know I've been saying a lot of things about a good man, but I really want you fellas to really process and understand this. It says a good man latches, looks, learns, loves, lives, and leaves. This is what a good man does. He's Number one, he latches. He latches on to God He understands his soul, source, and value comes from God He latches on He latches on to the spirit of God He knows that a good man, a leader is one A good leader is one who follows That in order to lead, you have to follow That you have to follow Christ and latch on to him Latch on to that sanctification process Latch on A good man latches Next, a good man looks A good man looks inward He looks upward He looks outward A good man, a man who leaves and inherits for his children true. he looks, he's observant, he's self-aware, he looks on the inside and observes his habits to make sure that he's not doing anything that may hurt his, ch- his children. Children, he looks upward to make sure he knows from where his joy and hope comes from. He looks outward optimistically, knowing that he can accomplish anything that Christ has called him to. That's what a man does. A man not only latches, but he looks. Next point: a good man he learns. A good man learns from his mistakes. A good man understands that it's not about wins and losses but wins and lessons. Therefore, a good man learns from every situation and and gathers intel and applies it and adjusts and maneuvers so that he can move on into a level of mastery that honors the master. A good man not only latches, not only does he look, but he also learns because he knows if he plans to earn, he must plan to learn. A good man not only latches, looks, or learns, but he loves. A hurt man hurts women. A hurt man hurts children. Therefore, man, you have to understand that do not start a family until you are restless. Not restless, but rested. Many men are starting relationships in a restless state, and they end up hurting the woman, hurting the children, hurting themselves. But a man who's rested in Christ, a man who knows who he is, a man who recognizes righteous stance in Christ because the imputation of Christ's righteousness on him is a man that's at peace. A A man at peace doesn't Punch A man at peace doesn't push. A man that is at peace doesn't pull. He doesn't do anything aggressive because he is in love. He's in love with God. Therefore, he knows how to love himself and love others. But man, if you look in that mirror, you don't love yourself. You're going to be a pain to a woman. But a man who loves gains. a man who hates himself is always in the midst of his pain. Not only does a good man latches onto Christ and looks inward, upward, and outward and learns from his mistakes and learns from the, mostly importantly, learns from the mistakes of others. A good man not only um, learns from, from experience, but he endeavors to learn from observation. There's two classrooms that you as a man can choose to learn from. As a man, my goal is to ultimately and get to a place where I only Learn from observation. I'm not saying I'm talking about uh, uh, my goal is to always learn from good experiences and and thorough observations. But I do not want to be a man that constantly learns from bad experiences. But not only does a good man latches, looks, learns and loves, but a good man lives. He lives the abundant life. He lives the life abundant of joy, abundance, abundance in joy, abundance in love, and abundance in peace, and abundance of goodness. He, lo- he lives in the spirit realm. He lives in an eternal level. He lives in the promises of God. He lives in the abundance of God. Not only is a good man latches, looks, learns, loves, lives, but all these things sets that man up to leave. That when he leaves his earth, he doesn't leave anyone with his last name empty handed. Now let's get into what a good man leaves. A good man leaves or how does a good man leaves? Let's look at this. A good man leaves how to do these seven things, a good man will ensure that he leaves these how to's to his children and his children's children. Number one thing that he leaves his children or children's children, a good man leaves them how to magnify and reverence God That's the number one thing That a man should endeavor To leave his children uh, An inheritance is not just money Inheritance is a mindset Inheritance is more than just I'm leaving my kids some money No, an, an inheritance says I'm leaving my children And my children's children How to magnify and reverence God Right now, a good man Understands what the fear of God does Because the word of God says The fear of God is the begin of all wisdom. Therefore a man says, if I'm going to leave anything to my children and my children's children is how to magnify God and to reverence him. That's the one thing that a man understands that is going to benefit his children more than anything. What's going to benefit children is not riches, but it's how to live righteously. It's not riches, but how to reverence God for the word of God said, it is the fear of God. That's the beginning of all wisdom. A good man leaves how to magnify and reverence God. And what he does, he shows his children in his life. That a man who limits himself will have an abundance of access. A man who limits himself will be able to be a leader of many. And that's how children learn. But if you don't fear God in your life, they won't fear God in their life. Number two, a good man leaves how to leave a good mark wherever they go. A good man teaches his children, children how to leave a good mark wherever he go. Now, what does that mean? It means character and reputation. A good man says, I'm going to show my children and and my children how to be polite, how to be kind, how to be a person of character. How to leave a mark anywhere they go. See, when my nieces and my nephew, they ride with me, or my wife, when she first came to my church, all she heard was how Josh left a mark in high school, how Josh left a mark in my child's life, how Josh left a mark, left a mark here, left a mark there. We're talking about good marks. They're everywhere when my my niece and nephew ride with me to Whole Foods or whatever. They know that, wow, people seemingly know my uncle. That's how you train up children, showing them that no matter where you go in life, you can leave a positive mark. And a good man does that. A good man teaches children how to be polite, how to be kind, how to do, how to go against the grain, and how to be a person, a man, a woman of character. A good man leaves or teaches his children's children how to leave a mark wherever they go. Number three, a good man leaves how to develop a strong mindset. And this strong mindset is the mind of Christ. A good man teaches his children and his children's children how to think how to think on things that are above, how to think on things that are lovely. Then he teaches them that as a man or woman thinketh in their heart, so are they. A good man teaches his children, children how to think logically, how to reason through things, how not to be emotional and understand the process of logic, how to be able to see the facts behind the feelings. He leaves them with the default mental settings of the word of God. That every time they turn around, he can. every time they look in their mind, they know their minds are set on the things that God wants them to think about. And that's a great asset A good man leaves his children A a, a mindset The mind of Christ The ability to think the Christ mind To be able to think as if Christ would think In their situations anytime Having them understand the spirit of God That is endeavoring to renew their mind Into a place To think like Christ would In every situation A good man leaves how to magnify and reverence God He leaves uh, how to leave a good mark Wherever his children go He leaves uh, or a good man leaves how to develop a strong mindset or the mind of Christ. And number four, a good man leaves how to enhance and manage slash steward money. That's one thing a man teaches his children to do as well. He teaches them not how to get money, but how to manage money and how to be a distributor of money, how to be generous with the money. He understands the laws and principles of giving that, that you reap what you sow as as what a man sows, That is also what he'll reap that he talks about how the generous soul is made fat. You see, a good man leaves how to enhance the money that has been given and steward the money or make money or manage money in life. A good man leaves how to enhance and manage slash steward money. A good man also leaves, number five, he leaves how to develop a solid mold or body. A good man understands that I cannot live a a poor, healthy life. I got to teach my children and my children's children that health is wealth. You don't want to spend your health trying to get wealth, and then you have no health to manage your wealth. You got to teach your children. We got to teach our children that health is wealth, that you don't want to spend your health and then don't have the energy to actually spin your wealth. You want to be a person that says, I'm going to teach my children's children the right mold to, uh, to, to make their life into, a healthy mold, an unbreakable mold, a strong mold, a mold where they understand and respect their vessel for this the spirit of God that lives in our vessel. A good man leaves how to develop a solid mold or body, teaching his children that health is wealth. Number six, a good man leaves how to move in life, how to move in these streets, know how to carry himself, knows how, teaches his children's children how to conduct themselves in different um, um, areas of life. He teaches them how to move, man. When you're around these certain people, move like this. When you're in these certain type of neighborhoods, move like that. When you're around cops, move like this. We're not talking about putting a fear complex in kids. We just teach that with goal is to teach them how to move, how to move respectfully, et cetera. A good man leaves how to number seven, last but not least, make good ideas, make God ideas come to life. A good man teaches children, look inward. Pull those jewels, allow the Holy Spirit to pull those weeds out of your heart so the real jewels and flowers can blossom in your life. A good man teaches them how to to work hard, how to take initiative, how to um, problem solve, how to um, create, how to not quit, how to go through the processes of production, the process of producing God ideas. We, Our goal as men is not to create lazy children that looks to us to leave them money for them to live a lavish life without no work ethic. No, a good man says, no, I'm going to help you how to make good ideas come to life and understand the process is always greater. Than the prize. Let's get to my last few points and I'm done with this today and I want you fellas to go ahead and get this worksheet because I really want you to process are you creating helpful or hurtful habits that will, that will either leave your children fully handed or empty handed. Now, let's get to how to think generationally and live legendary. How can we men think generationally and live legendary? Number one, T, we got to take time to think long term. We got to take the time. We can't just be impulsive and rushing into marriages, rushing into opportunities. No, we got to say, you know what? I'm going to take my time to think long term. I'm going to take my time and think about my grandkids right now. I'm going to think long term. I'm going to take my time. With that, I said, take time to think long term and think upwards and backwards in order to live legendary and to leave an inheritance for your children you got to think backwards. You got to think upwards. You got to think backwards. Now what does that mean? Backwards doesn't mean looking back looking back in your past. Looking backwards means going into the future and taking a- and taking all the steps back to where you are. But before you think backwards, look think upwards. How God do you want me to think? Change my thinking, Father. Help me to think like you. Help me to think long-term like Christ did, like you did when you was in his earth, thinking long-term when you was tempting the garden, thinking long-term when you was questioning on whether or not you should do this or not in the garden of Gethsemane. I'll teach me how to think long-term. So when you look upward, you'll begin to adopt the mind of Christ because you're looking into the hills from which come your help. Your help comes from the Lord You're thinking on things that are lovely, pure, just, of good report, commendable, etc. And then he will teach you how to go in the future for he knows the future and how to think backwards. What patterns must I implement? What patterns lead to this place? And now I'm going to go backwards to where I am so I can see what I need to do going forward. How to think of live legendary. Take time to think long term and think upwards and backwards. Number two H, honor yourself and keep your hope in God. In order to think generationally and ensure that your kids are not empty-handed, you got to be self-honoring, yo. You got to honor yourself. You got to say, no, I love me. Are you dealing with self-hate, man? Do you hate yourself? Are you struggling with fatherlessness? What's going on, man? You got to understand self-honoring, self-love, self-care. And you do that by putting your hope in God. Trusting that he will mold you into that man despite what man was not in your life trusting that he will make you into who he is already predestined for you to be. Your hope has to be in God, and you gotta honor yourself. You gotta walk like a king. One thing that I respect about my dad, I'm glad he told me this when I was young. He said, Josh, you a chief in Nigeria. Man, I used to go to uh, middle elementary school and tell kids I'm a king in Africa. My favorite movie growing up was Coming to America. I always had this king complex, and thank God that as I grew up in the knowledge of God, I understood not only am I a chief in Nigeria, but I'm, I'm a child of God. That's greater than a chief in Nigeria. And so now I honor myself. I carry myself with dignity. I know who I am in Christ. And that is what will build that confidence in your children's children. Because they're going to be like, I'm going to walk like my dad. Talk like my dad. Because my dad walks and talks like his heavenly father. How to think generation and live legendary. You got to honor yourself and keep your hope in God. Next point, you got to implement. Implement right now. Helpful habits that will be helpful to those who will bear your last name and will have a front row seat to your life. You got to say, okay, for all those that have a front row seat to my life, I'm going to think about them and not myself. I'm not going to think about, I'm not going to be selfish. Like today, I got back from church. Guess who ate last? I had a car full, had my wife, had my two nieces and my nephew, and they wanted to go to Bojangles. Who took them to Bojangles? And I say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get them fed and I'm going to eat last because I had to drive. So what I'm saying is you got to already be selfless because now I'm creating experiences. i mean, creating memories for them and I'm selfless. Y'all eat. I'll get get a bowl of cereal at the house. Y'all eat because I, because come on now, you know how coach is. Coach don't got time. It's 930 at night to go get me some Bojangles and then my chicken get cold. Y'all know coach better than that. Coach don't like no cold chicken. Coach want to eat his chicken when it's fresh and hot, and he fries fresh and hot. So I say, you know what? I'm not going to really be able to enjoy my experience right now. Therefore, y'all eat. I'll figure out something later. I'll get Bojangles on Friday. You see what I'm saying? And so what a man does, he says, you know what? I'm going to develop helpful habits that will be helpful to those who will bear your or their last name right now. I care about them little Ezs I haven't had yet. I care about the Ezs that they will have. I want it to be where my daughters say, hey, hey, hey listen, it's going to be very difficult for me to get rid of this last name. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going you're gonna to really have to be a great man for me to get rid of my father's name or we're going to hyphenate. You see what I'm saying? That's how valuable. If men make their last name valuable, women will not devalue themselves to men with low last names. Let's keep going. I, How to Think Generation to Live Legendary, you got to manifest and invest in your God-given ideas that will create residual income, residual impact. All of my books right now are bringing me residual income. My YouTube channels are bringing me residual income. My investments and my other business endeavors are bringing in residual income. You see what I'm saying? I went to God to manifest and then invest in my God-given ideas that was that, that is now establishing um, um, sustainability in my marriage. And I also teach men, your, your God-given ideas don't stop, but your singleness is where you get the opportunity for that. When you single, that's when you can put all your energy, your time and your effort and spending time with God, as well as investing and manifesting your God-given ideas. I'm so thankful that the younger J.E., the younger coach got to it because now I'm benefiting from the work ethic of that young man. You see what I'm saying? And you got to think like that. Am I manifesting and investing, working my nine to five, investing in my six to nine? You see what I'm saying? Everybody should have a nine to five and a six to nine. You got an hour to get home, an hour to eat, and you should at least invest from six to nine in your own craft. And so then you start using your nine to five to invest in your six to nine or six to 10. And then over time, you'll get married and find that you got all these revenue streams. Not only do you got a main job that's bringing in the um, health care and stuff to take care of your family, but you got this other three, four, five, six barrels that's taking care of other things. You got property, you got land, you got other endeavors. You got to right now manifest and invest in your God-given ideas that will create residual income and impact in how to think generationally and live legendary as a man. You got to understand and embrace the power of no. A man who thinks two generations down the road is e- is quick to say no. I can't do that right now. I can't hang out with y'all. I can't mess with you, young lady. I can't do that. I- I- I'm living legendary. And people will laugh at you because not everybody thinks like this. Everybody, a lot of people think in the now. A lot of men think in the moment. They're thinking in those moments of intimacy. They're thinking about what woman they can do, whatever they're thinking now. But a real man of God, they think long term. They think that this moment right now will determine what manifests for my children's children. So they understand and embrace the power of no. Say no now so that you, so they can say yes later. Please understand that, fellas. You got to learn how to say no so that they can say yes later, so they can say yes to their purpose and yes to their God's ways in their life because you sacrifice and said no. Last but not least, how to think generationally and live legendary? You got to always know the needs around you, fellas. Always know the needs around you. and Whatever you don't know, ask God who holds all knowledge. That's how you can set yourself up to be, su- to be successful for your children's children. It's saying, you know what? I'm going to always be cognizant and aware of the needs around me because fellas, whatever you don't tend will end. You got to always be aware of your children's needs. You got to be able to live so simply in a place where your children won't even know that they ain't, they, they, they won't even feel that they in competition with something else. You got to simplify your life at a place to simplify your career, simplify your endeavors where nobody... None of your children will ever feel that they have to compete for something else. That sacrifice right now will ensure that you have holistic success. And whatever you don't know, God knows. Seek the one who holds all knowledge. Fellas, I hope this message was a blessing for you. I hope it really sets you on the right path into thinking about how you're developing habits that will either be helpful or hurtful and ensuring that you create habits that will be helpful and leave your children fully handed and not empty handed with not just wealth, but also health. But also make sure you go download this worksheet so you can really process your thoughts and your patterns and all that good stuff so that you can succeed and really set your last name up to be known for decades. Decades and generations to come. You know, coach loves you. You know, coach got plays for you. Like I always say, run these play well, uh, run these play well uh, family, and know that coach loves you. i see y'all next time. Peace.